When a team of cyber analysts uncovers their victim is a known hacker, the investigation into her killer will lead them to a message board of confessions. One of those confessions might lead them to the next clue, but if their hacker was protecting another victim, can they do it in time, before the perpetrator gets to them first? Give me a drum roll, give me a drum roll, we're doing back-to-back recording today, baby! Listen, this is one of the fake crime stories. The plotline? The plotline is from a CSI cyber episode. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Real quick here, real quick. We have all watched that show (laughs) by we all. (laughs) It's probably a minority of people for a specific plotline. The plotline being Hailey Kiyoko, yes. (laughs) <laughs> this is is this your uh, coming out of the closet story? No, but I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> CSI Cyber, I wouldn't really put it on the recommendation list of people, but, but at the same time I would because <laughs> I have a special love for this fucking show. It had so much potential, but then it treated us all like children because. Listen, there's multiple reasons. If anybody here wants... You know how people have book clubs? If anybody wants to found a watch club where we all watch, I don't know, on live? Can you do live on YouTube? Yes, Maya, you can. Like, you, you, <laughs> you've been running this thing for a while. If anybody wants a watch club of CSI Cyber on this channel, oh my god, that would be sick. Where we just sit live and press play all at the same time and we watch an episode of CSI Cyber and then we comment on it, on like the ridiculousness of it. Then, yes, let's do that. I am purely doing this episode not because it's good. <laughs> because of my love for Hailey Kyoko, yes. But also because I have been, I needed to chill out. And also I knew this is going to be golden whatever random episode I was to choose of this show. So throughout this video, I will be playing the voice notes, rather videos, <laughs> with my voice coverage of the fucking show that I was leaving to my friend. Like, I was literally whatsapping her as I was watching this. I was like, this is gonna make such great content. Yeah. yeah and you wonder why this channel doesn't have more subscribers. So let me let me put you in the scene. Let me play this for you. You see a guy with a mask covering his face. You cannot see who the fuck this person is. Pouring petrol with the prices of petrol today. And he decides to pour it over this woman's dead body. And then you get to zoom in on fucking Patricia Arquette. I think that is her name, right? She's like an Oscar winning actress. (laughs) I feel like you should know her name. So Patricia, Patricia. Patricia Arquette gets a message no one has seen somebody that she's waiting for since lunchtime. That somebody appears to be the 13 reasons why actress that plays Jessica Davis on the show beautiful, beautiful, her early days you can see that this is one of her early roles but still, still gorgeous she's walking up the stairs with this man, she's clearly drunk and was probably about to get laid but Patricia here is the freaking bone killer so she's what? (laughs) she's Oh, I can't deal with today. This is why you don't do back-to-back, Maya. Boner killer? Okay, sure. Third wheel, possibly a better explanation of that. Well, 
luckily or unluckily for her because she has already hushed this guy away, Patricia Arquette gets a VICAP alert about a homicide victim. So she gets to go into work. By the way, do your own research. I have no idea what <laughs> the relationship between these two women is. And I have watched the end of this episode because I chose a random episode. You get it. Patricia Arquette is the back in the office. And here, let me describe to you the premise of CSI Cyber. So it's CSI and it's also cyber, meaning the whole team is just a bunch of hackers. If you got the Britney Spears reference in there, we are best friends. You don't know it, we are best friends. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus and putting on a huge show for people and enjoying what you do and, and loving to, you know, actually do what I do. The concept for a video circus is indeed circus. So all of these hackers have, by this point, found out that the victim is actually known in this hacker world as the Queen of Hearts. And her hacker name is Queen, but that might not be her real name. We now zoom in onto the mortuary where they're examining this woman's body. And it is such a bad job of doing the burned victim on the TV show that I cannot explain this to you, but apparently because she was burned sort of still alive, you know, in that stiff position, her phone is still completely charred in her hands. But you know, because this is the CSI cyber team and they're the best in town, that they will still recover every single bit of information that is on that phone. Not just that, but like the way <laughs> that they uh, unglue the phone from her own hands I don't know what the better term is is that they actually place it like into the water like they place the charred arm and the hand into the water and then the phone goes into the water so it's not just burnt it also like has liquid all over it's been like submerged in what you like how my man how if my iPhone falls into the water I can't switch this bitch on let alone retrieve anything from it but sure sure so now after we are out of that mortuary and like whoever did the makeup on that person was like their first day on the job. I'm so sorry. It's not. You're you're great. You're great at what you do. Haley Kiyoko, the reason why we have all been summoned here, enters the scene. And as they will summarize in the bad scripting that they have on this show, everyone Quinn has ever hacked would have a motive. She was a suspect in nine open cases. She was covering hidden assets, she was doxing politicians, all before she was locked up. And then, a year ago, she was released from prison and she decided to go AWOL. Now, another character on this show, because the casting for this show was just so bizarre, Bow Wow is on the scene speaking to Haley Kyoko, obviously, intentionally, presumably so, He's watching the screen to speed the process up. And as he's doing that, he uncovers that Queen used basically a voice assistant kind of system. Sort of think Siri, but on this show it's called Isla. And the last thing that she did was actually utter some words. So now they have to get a subpoena from the Isla headquarters to find out what this is. But Bawa, while he's watching the screen, notices something odd. All of the apps on this phone are just weak. You know, for a hacker, there's no one password, there's no Bluetooth. It just seems like this phone could belong to anybody but a hacker. But then 
There is the famous, the infamous calculator app. It is a phone. We did a phone, guys. Because once you open the calculator app, you need all sorts of passwords. You need all sorts of software in order to access anything. Now, after the subpoena comes through, they recover the message that she has left through that isla. And we see the victim, we see Queen tied next to the fence. And her last words are email photo 226. And before she tells us who these photos to be emailed to, you know, to her voice assistant, she is shot right in that forehead. So Haley wastes no time. There's no empathy. There's nothing here. Listen, she just pulls that picture 226 on the screen. And the picture is of this abstract painting, you know, some shit you would find in a freaking gallery. But it's not just any painting, because over it there's text, and certain words are capitalized. The text reads, drowning, yielding, grasping, scarring. I won't give up. And Pow Wow dumbly says that it looks like an Instagram post, but Haley, Haley, this is why she's not just beautiful, she's also smart. She knows better. She immediately recognizes where something like this could be found, and it is this website that is called Miafina. It is basically, Miafina means secret in Malagasy, as she tells us, because she apparently speaks the language or whatever. It is one of those confessional websites, like secrets, whispers, whatever. There's a not legitimate website, Maya. It's one of those websites where you can anonymously post whatever your secret is, and then people can like upvote, comment, interact with it. And this is the site where they can post the deepest, darkest secrets. Which means, picture 226 is a confession. And now, some guy in the background that I didn't bother remembering his name, but he's a crucial member of the cast. He says the capitalized letters, they they read D-E-P-A-R. But now the par doesn't mean anything. But if you turn them around, the word reads raped. When I tell you I have lost all of my plot, I'm going to put it in the video. Yeah, listen. <laughs> You cannot be this insensitive and tone deaf about this topic. Like, who allowed this to show? So, was the person confessing or were they protecting somebody? There is nothing funny about this, but the way I love it. randomly capitalized. Pull together? Doesn't make sense. Wait a minute, look at it backwards. R-A-P-E-D. Great. I won't give up. Was Quinn a rape victim? Great, can you find this confession on the site? No, it's not here. <sighs> the purple border means that it was posted. Maybe she had second thoughts. Move on, Marquette. Move on. Maybe she was planning on going to the cops. Or to confront her attacker, which could have resulted in her death. Our suspect cool just got even... Oh, what is the script in my mind? What is the script? The team finally meets the husband who fake cries like he's being paid for it. It's such bad acting. I love it. And of course, there's just no empathy. It's like we are going to do everything in our power. But you realize that the husband believes that his wife has been leading a completely different life. He thinks that Queen was a software engineer and is just completely delusional about who she really was. Like he just doesn't believe that she would be a hacker. Apparently they have been saving 
some for some time you know for them to buy a house she was a sweetheart like she loved him and he just is completely confused and baffled by this information he says they didn't lie to one another so when they have to ask him a difficult question did she ever talk about being sexually assaulted he says no like you don't know my wife the way that i do and we cut to the hackers going through her phone and Quinn seems to have been hiding much more than this supposed secret. It seems like she was loaded. She was getting some sick money from this hacking. And you kind of had to wonder, well, who was she then working for to get this amount of money? Because we are talking about half a million dollars in that calculator app. And it seemed like she would be logging from a public Wi-Fi networks in a coffee shops. Which, according to everybody on the team, is like, oh yeah, the common thing that all of the hackers do. And I'm like, well, then am I a hacker? <laughs> because like, I use all of these public Wi-Fi, you know, the networks that are like insecure. They're insecure. <laughs> what is the word? It's not. It's not insecure. My <laughs> fucking sure not an ESA ratio. Just not secure. Yeah, but I would not think that hackers do those. Is anybody among my listenership a hacker? Oh yeah, they're sure as fuck are. <laughs> Listening to your fucking pitiful ass. Well, if you are, let me know. Maybe people on this show have nailed something. <laughs> Maybe they have actually spread some correct information. And the last payment that Queen has received was of 25000 And she received it eight days ago. But seven days ago, she hacked Miafina, the secret website. And it seemed like she revealed names of some people. So what was secret was no more. And you just see her casually doing this from a coffee shop and like her husband entering and be like, oh my God, how are you doing, sweetie? Yeah, let's go. And she's just like covering her phone. Listen, if your partner ever, when you walk in, puts the screen of their phone down, you know, just covers it on the table, they're hiding shit. No, it's a red flag. It's an immediate red fucking flag. Why don't people understand this? It's a red flag in every fucking context. Well, the team concludes she was blackmailing users with the juiciest secrets. But they uncovered that she deleted somebody else's secret from Miafina. The only information that they have on this secret that was deleted was that it was done from the Paxton University premises. This is in Massachusetts. I checked it out. And that seems to be the location it was posted from. So, of course, they're thinking, you know, it is possibly a student that has been raped, sexually assaulted, and then using Miafina to threaten the rapist somebody was hired to silence the rape victim and they're thinking at this point this might have been Quinn and Quinn used to log words in something that is called dynamic dictionary so Haley tells us that the word that he logged last was SOT and SOT is either by definition a habitual drunkard or it is a village in Serbia Listen, when I tell you I have never thought I will be hearing about Serbia, like just a word from Haley Kyoko's mouth, like, mm, it does something, it, it does something. What does it do? Like? <laughs> what does it do? It does something to, to my body, to my sweet, sweet body. Okay. 
Moving on. Once they find out that Sot isn't referring to any of those things, rather it is part of a username online, they believe it is a part of a rapist username who had an encrypted messaging app. And this rapist seemed to have hired Quinn to delete that confession from Yafina. We actually need to watch so, this. Like, I mean, she said she said my country's name. <laughs> In Queen's little calculator app, they have found those encrypted messages between her and the person that hired her, that we now know is the rapist, the SOT guy. And because Queen didn't immediately realize what is going on, she just thought she was going to give this person's details and then it turned to like, you know, threaten them, etc. Well, she actually revealed this person's name. So now the team has the name, but you know, it is the game of cat and mouse. It is trying to find this person before the killer does. And the name of the person is Shelby. So nobody has actually heard from Shelby for about a week. So they're alarmed. They're like thinking whoever this person is has already killed two people, tried to eliminate all of the evidence. And Shelby's friend agenda has also not been updated for the same amount of time. So Patricia Arquette says something about the depth of the picture and that it must mean something to this rapist and killer. It isn't just the words. So they're looking at this abstract picture. And then Patricia says, rotate it, 180 degrees. They do it in split second. And she sees something that we don't. Because she recognizes the river in this abstract ass painting. And she's like, Google, sprint of five miles, which just seems to spell S-O-T-5. Yeah, you can see how everything is aligning in Patricia Herkett's mind. So, once they Google this freaking race in the water, is it rowing, Maya? Is that what race in the water is called? Of course, it aligns, it's a Paxton University, it is the sports team. And then they go to the sports team celebration party pictures on friend agenda, of course. Come on, could they have named it anything dumber? And the pictures of the party show, who do they show? Jessica Davis from 30 Reasons Why. And she is posing with a lot of people. And the painting, the same abstract painting from Miafina is just behind them. This is getting more unhinged by the minute. Uh-huh, super D. Uh-huh. No, why? Why? Tell us, Arquette. Tell us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, right. Raven, can you rotate it 180 Come degrees? on, Raven. Whoa, that's crazy. Folks, SOT5, sprint of the five mile, look at it. It's a rotating race. Bitch, you know about this big SOT5, like, since forever. It happens in October. Before it was a village in fucking Serbia. Look at it, look at this development. Oh my fucking days. Is this bitch, by the way, from like 13 Reasons Why or whatever the fuck? It stops up behind those guys standing at the pool table. That painting's at the crew team house. Time we paid that crew a visit. 
So, of course, this leads the team to visit the frat house. It's all of the sporty boys. This is all about the protection. You know, do you know how many times the one of my boys has been falsely accused of rape? And you're like, bro, like, Patricia tells us something about the stats. Like, only 10% are actual false accusations. And these guys just know their laws. They know that the warrant that they have doesn't actually allow them to go through their devices. All of their devices are still protected. And while they're there, they speak with this athletic coach who is literally like an asshole. He has a comeback answer for every single one of them. For every single... He's there to protect them all. And you're like, who are you protecting, my man? Who are you fucking protecting? So we are back in the CSI Cyber HQ where Haley Kyoko and Bow Wow... <laughs> Mate, you chose your own stage name. You chose that stage name. Own it up now. Own it. <laughs> this is my message to Bow Wow. Yes. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Sure, for sure. They find out that Quinn's final act was the one of a guardian angel. Because you see, Shelby is actually alive. And Quinn, in her role as a protector, would put targeted ads on Shelby's friend agenda. And she then even disabled Shelby's phone so that the rapist couldn't find her. And because Shelby's phone was disabled by Quinn, she had to get another one. And she had to get a new number. Genius. The most genius thing that has happened this whole fucking episode. I was like, Team Quinn, through and through, motherfuckers. Even though she kind of, you know, gave the rapist the name at first. So they finally find Shelby with this new discovery and they find where she lives. They find her family. I don't know. They find her somehow. Okay. And Shelby tells them a story about her getting drunk off of two drinks. So probably one of them was spiked. And then three men raping her and her reporting it the next morning. But because she really didn't remember the faces, the names, the university didn't care. Because she was just drunk. The administrator even advised her at first not to go to the police. As her scholarship might be in jeopardy. Not these men's careers. No, no, no. Her scholarship might be in jeopardy. So Shelby decided to drop it. And confided on this website. It was her only way to release this secret. So the person... Patricia Arquette was waiting on, for whatever reason, no idea on the backstory. Let me remind you, I will not research it. I might, we might discover it if the watch club happens. We might all discover it all together. Well, this person, as we know, Jessica Davis from 13 Reasons Why, she goes to this Paxton University, so they speak face to face. And Patricia Arquette tells her her face is in the pictures. How convenient. Jessica Davis, the curly-haired beauty, such a gorgeous human, she tells Patricia Arquette that somebody was actually recording the whole party. And this is such a... This was the moment. I will play the video because it is yet another 13 Reasons Why character. The guy that played... The guy that played Bryce, Bryce Walker, and I was like, is he gonna be a fucking rapist in every single story? That should have come... With a spoiler alert, if you have not yet seen 13 Reasons Why. But what is more important to you, Jessica Davis, the guy that you have been seen with on the stairs, or integrity? What is this collision of universes? What is going on? Why 
is this? 13 reasons why I cast <laughs> Why was Jessica Davis just asked that question? Because she is dating a man who was previously falsely accused of rape. They have made this plot so, so senseless that I cannot explain this to you. And that, like, because they're trying, right? They're trying. Just <laughs> the way I'm trying to tell this story. They're trying to make you believe that, you know, the person who she is seeing might actually not have been forced. That's what I was thinking. But no. Then they're trying to believe, make you believe that this person that you will see play a rapist in the future on the 13 Reasons Why is actually a rapist. But yet again, no. Because Bryce Walker here has only recorded the footage. So they bring him in, right? The whole team brings Bryce Walker in. He looks better here. He looks younger. He looks, you know, like a snitch, which he will be. Because he is going to decide to choose integrity. And he will put the boys down the bus he will literally within 10 seconds tell us all about their names all about them heading for the olympics and how a rape charge will ruin them this finally leads the csi cyber team to go in and arrest these people which again i'm pretty sure that they're just doing the cyber shit that they don't have the right to do this but sure pop off patricia arquette go off bitch like, let's do it but what this means is that they still need their killer, right? Because uh, these boys didn't do it. Why did they not do it? Because they look at their phone data, right? They have been in the room with Shelby, all three of them at the same time. And their phone data shows that now that they finally have the warrant to go through it. So what is any other possible situation where all of their phones, you know, after the rape have been in the same room at the same time? Because this is how they will finally get to possibly who is the person covering up for their crimes. They legit said, <laughs> they legit said we need to fill out the script for 40 minutes. So let's spend 10 on this pointless ass fucking dialogue. This is a perfect show for us to watch. Just purely because how bad is it? <laughs> like, the par. Like, there was, there was a departing happening, and this is the main plot line now. Oh, look at her laugh. Look at her smile. Does, does it ever end? There's literally like 10 minutes of it. She, she, she a whole ass lesbian, I mean. Like, oh god, are they gonna spend even more time on this? Look at her eyes. Look at her. What was the point of that? He didn't give her the information. What is. I'm so done. And what do you know? The phones ping at the athletic director's office. Because the athletic director is SOT515. It was all going fine until Quinn decided to go rogue. This guy must have wanted to protect his honor and also university's prestige. 
So he asked Queen to meet in person. But why? Why would Queen meet with somebody like this in person? Like, what the fuck did you want to die? Apparently, she wanted to record it. She launched a video app planning to record this whole meeting. And she didn't know that he was capable of murder. Because, like, I don't know, because this is fiction. Why people don't fucking think when they write the scripts. They go into the athletic director's office and they put him under arrest. And we follow up with Shelby, who is proud and should be proud, as Patricia Arquette tells her that she stepped up, protecting every other potential victim on that campus. And as the last act of kindness, they bring in that husband, the really new actor let's just call him a new actor yeah let's call you a new podcaster as well because you are saying that he's a bad actor and you clearly suck at this <laughs> so they bring in the husband to tell him that his wife is actually a hero because queen <laughs> for fuck's sake queen on that mia fina thing posted her own secret she said she was done living a double life and that this is her last job this is her last hacker job. And then she's going to spend all of that half a million dollars that he didn't know about onto that house. She wanted to put Queen behind her. And she was choosing a man. She was choosing a man while she could have chosen Kelly Kyoko. Yeah. What? <laughs> they give him some toggle that is apparently worth a lot of money. I don't know. Does that mean that he gets like half a million dollars that she was hiding from him? But that is it. That is the end of the story. She chooses a man and she is killed. And I don't know if he gets the money. And I don't know how much time anybody gets to serve, which is probably miserable in terms of like the, the, the little kids, you know, the rapists. Yeah, they, they probably don't get a lot. They usually don't in these cases. None of my questions have been answered. There's no, absolutely no reason for any of this to happen. So I had to put you all through it. Yeah. And it was so tone deaf. I When I tell you that it was tone deaf, you know it was tone deaf. Because I have a bizarre sense of humor. And even I was like, bro, like, really? This is, this is how you have chosen to tell this story? You know, it was, I was not buying into any single part of it. And now you have wasted half an hour <laughs> This is an actual joke. Like, this is a, in the comedy. This is a comedy. This is hilarious. Right here. Quinn <laughs> was using black shades to spy on Shelby. Uh huh. 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 She was replacing Shelby's targeted shopping ads with online sexual assault support groups. Quinn knew Shelby's secret. And she wanted to help, but she couldn't put her in focus. Fuck this. Yeah. Quinn was Shelby's guardian angel. Yeah. You clocked it. Yeah. Show us another ridiculous sound. Put him out of fucking focus. Hold up. The spyware didn't stop tracking Shelby's phone because it went offline. The spyware forced it offline. Quinn disabled Shelby's phone. So her final act as guardian angel it was Spell to it. stop mm -hmm. Shelby's rapist from being able to find her. So, yeah, you let me know if you want me to now dedicate... I think there's like two seasons of this, of so like 20-something episodes. Yeah, let us dedicate 40-something hours to CSI Cyber. 
for no particular reason other than Hailey Kyoko. Bow Wow is just for me to say Bow Wow's name for, again, no particular reason. Let us do it. Let us revive Bow Wow's career. Wow. Um, now let's just check Spotify for a split second because you, you are just on something today. Something is going on. Bow Wow Maya has over 3 million monthly listeners on Spotify and you want to revive his career. How many listens did this podcast have in the past week? Please shut the fuck. The way I just humbled myself with Bow Wow's career. Something, something is up. <laughs> something is in the air. And it is not just pollution. Okay. I'm just gonna see myself out right now. Silly goofy mood. I have either silly goofy mood mode or a depressive episode. That is it. That is my life. 2022, this is what it has been so far. Either just like, oh, silly goofy mood, like completely retarded, a little like I sound like I'm on crack or completely downer, like heal me right now. They really wanted to know that they were dying for that piece of information. I will be seeing you shortly in two weeks time <laughs> with another main episode because this was insane. This was a blasphemy. Blasphemy am I am. I have also learned the word blasphemy one day and have never stopped saying it. Have never stopped saying it. They tr- they didn't care about the first story. <laughs> Why would they care about the second? <laughs> Tell me, yeah, listen, sign up in the description box or whatever for uh, that uh, talk show. That's not what it's called. How do you call a club of people that watch shows or watch episodes and then comment on it? You you will figure it out. I believe in you. Just tomorrow is a new day. You will figure it out. No, no. Bye for real. Bye, fuckers. Bye.